0: family and welcome to power start your day as pink millionaire Nicole Smith-Jackson, we're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead and share the call with other people. They can dial in at 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicole. Listen, we are about to start a new series. It's time to boss up. I don't know if you are excited about walking up into your bossing up season. It's time for you to walk in it, right? And so – I know that this is probably gonna be really difficult because some people uh have probably not the best even relationship or or uh thought processes or even mindset towards probably their boss. You know, they're maybe still you might be still working a job and and um that maybe, you know, your boss is a it's a challenge. But I believe that this series may have you even looking at your boss a little bit differently and what's most important, having looking at yourself differently. You were built to be a boss, but bosses can co-lead, and we're going to learn a lot more about that on today. We're talking today about responsibility. Many people want to experience so many benefits, but without responsibility. Our scripture is coming out of the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 5. So on this ninety-day run on Miracle Mile, so we are using our companion, 21, in the 21, indispensable qualities of Alita John C. Maxwell has definitely taken us to school along with the Holy Spirit. But let's go on and pray so that we can position ourselves as true bosses. We God intended, Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made. We're glad, we're joyous, we're here in the land of the living, dear Lord. We're thankful, Father God, for all of the power, the authority that you've given us here on earth.
1: and so we, you gave us the power to make decisions. We want to cut off any thoughts, any opportunity for us to be less than who you called
0: us to be. We're thankful, Father, God, that as we're going from faith to faith, so is our work ethic, so is our mindset, so is our
1: responsibility. We're grateful that you've never given us more than we can bear.
0: Let us open our eyes and our spiritual ears and our Holy Spirit as we will listen intently. Action on what it is that you will teach us. Let your service decrease as you increase like never before. Offense and roll up our sleeves and do the work so we can experience these great exploits in your name at our own. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son,
1: Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. So for responsibilities over our rights. We understand that
0: there are rights that we have, obviously, even the rights that the Bible has given us, but we get to experience those rights the more we're willing to take responsibility. Galatians 6 and 5 says, for each will have to bear his own load. If we were to think about that, when we start talking about our life, if we were talking about in our business life, even in the idea of our particular industry that we're discussing here at Power Start Your Day Network Marketing, we would say for each will have to
1: bear his own load. The question will be, are you taking full responsibility for your load? You say, well, well what is my low. Well, you can first look at the benefits that you say you want to experience. When you start looking at all the benefits that network marketing has to offer,
0: and you say, Yeah, be a better person, I like that. Make more money, oh, that sounds good. Have incredible experiences, oh, yeah, oh, my, I really want to
1: experience that. But who is responsible? for you to experience the benefit. As well, as we always do,
0: opens up with a powerful story and he begins to help us understand, remember the Alamo. I know you heard that before. Most people are like, okay, well, I don't even understand what that is about. But you are talking about
1: war, whether it is In spiritual war, mental war, someone has to take responsibility to restore peace. Now, we were all owning, like true bosses
0: are part of the responsibility. It will be a perfect world, right? But what about the ones who are saying, okay, I'm not trying to be perfect, but I definitely want to make progress. Do you think you can boss up if you were to say, I want to make progress? Some of the things that I want to experience in my life, I got to take responsibility. Do you know that responsibility um, is going to uh, have you to do things regardless
1: of the circumstance, regardless of who else is involved? True leaders will always take responsibility.
0: that's so Maxwell, he talks about here, and he's saying, you know what,
1: James Bonham. Very few people have those type of ideas.
0: Many of us, we just walk over problems, and or well, we want to own our solutions. We I mean, own the problems and not the solutions, and then now we, we start thinking about. If we were going from an ordinary to extraordinary person, we should be bossing up and walking in our responsibilities. I want to talk about this and and give you a little, um, okay, maybe a little checklist for taking responsibility. I don't know, I think I had to learn a lot more about that being the oldest girl, being raised in a um a culture where, where where girls, especially in the house, had to take responsibility. My mom being a single mom working um at one point two jobs and going to hair school at one point in time. And with me being the oldest girl, it was like okay, ended up being my responsibility for a house to be clean and 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 food to be cooked and things like that. And then obviously and naturally, you're like, oh, it's not fair. What about my brothers? Both of them are older than me. And my mom said, but no, you, you are the one that's asking to do this. What does anyone else have to do with what I'm asking you to do? Now, obviously, in the beginning of anything that you've never done before, anything that you're saying I'm ready to really boss up in, it's uncomfortable at first. You're looking around for who can you lay blame. You're looking around for who else responsibility it is,
1: and do you know that that is a waste of time? If you say, I want to experience the benefits, I need you to beat your chest and say, I
0: am responsible. I am responsible. You're responsible for your own success. You're responsible for your own happiness. You're responsible for your own fulfillment. And
1: you're also responsible for whatever our Father has asked us to do to build the kingdom.
0: All I can tell you is that responsibility is one of the things that even have me still in the game of saying, this is my assignment. I must complete this. You want to know how to boss up? The first thing is, is don't expect those benefits without the responsibility. So you need to stand on your standards. Some people have not taken the time to say, well, what are my standards? What are my values? What What, what is it that I stand for? Stand on your standards. Standards. What can be a standard? I mean, I don't know.
1: Excellence, maybe?
0: Or is your standard currently mediocrity? This is what I want you to do. I want you to just ask yourself these questions. These, this is This is personal development. And so this is a place where now, let me tell you something, some people are going to level up so big because they're like, you know what, I am getting up every single day. I'm working my business as if it is a job, so I'm not really working toward anything. level up my standards and identify what exactly am I standing for. If you are standing on excellence, do you think that excellence gives you higher levels, higher quality of life and experiences? Absolutely. Let's talk about this for a moment. When you're going to a restaurant or you're going to a – getting a service done or what have you and you see the business rating and you see a company that has an A, do you feel better or worse about doing business with those people? But you're a business person. You are bossing up. So
1: should one of your standards be – Excellent.
0: So one of those standards also mean if you're taking responsibility that maybe what's already done is not enough, and then you might have to say,
1: I got to go to extra miles. corporate America. My
0: mom, I used to hear her say, you know, how she kept getting promoted even though she did never complete college and she ended up being a supervisor or a manager over a lot of college graduates with her, you know, going from the mail room all the way up into high level corporate position. It was from going the extra mile. Now, that, that was all good for her doing that for this huge insurance company that still over time, once she began to open up her own business and they saw her do a press release of her salon opening and then they're like, oh, you got a business, okay. No matter how many times you went the extra mile, maybe in corporate America, they still have the opportunity to say, you know, we no longer need you. But what if you went the extra mile in building your legacy, in building your business? What would that
1: look like? what benefit would that open up to you and your family? The extra mile.
0: What is the extra mile? That means when you're exhausted. I was literally uh, watching an online summit the other day, and they said, listen, if you, if you really want to go to the next level, and with us is talking about boss up, when you feel exhausted, when you feel depleted, that's exactly
1: when you do one more. You do one more call when you feel you can't do any more. You go one more minute or one more mile or one more, whatever it is,
0: try to push yourself to the one more and that's how you boss up. Because remember, the level you are is only the bottom of your next level. And so when you start talking about going the extra mile,
1: that should be a part of your bossing up strategy. Are we talking about Getting the work done.
0: We have an 888 calendar and saying, "Wait a minute, 24 hours broken up into three eighths, and eight hours of sleep." And then you got 16 hours to even if you work in a job and to build your dream. Now, when you start even thinking about, and I've heard people say you don't even need eight hours of sleep, and most people don't sleep eight hours anyway. But then now, let's say for instance, if you're really, really, really saying, "I am, I am committed to bossing up," and you begin to look at your days and you say it's 16. Other hours outside of eight hours for me to sleep,
1: scroll, do whatever it is is not productive. You got 16 hours left in a day.
0: How many of those 16 hours and how are those hours being used? He looked look inside of the book, if you're reading along with us, and John C. Maxwell, he talked about the study done on millionaires, and one of the things they have in common is they've pretty much got a sick work ethic. People think that millionaires don't work. They actually work harder than most people. They work hard on themselves. They don't skip personal development. They work hard on themselves. They continue to say, "Okay, if this is my goal, I'm going to work if i gotta be if it's three a m they're not looking at their time saying, "I need to clock out." When I hear people say, "Oh wow." you're very successful. How much time in a day do I have to commit to building my business? How much time? How much time? And I'm sitting here saying, wait a minute, you don't count time when you're scrolling through social media on other people's pages who are already living their lives and their dreams and even the ones who are faking that they are. You don't count time if we're watching certain television shows that depict life that we're trying to dream about some of them are nightmares we don't count time if we're sitting at a bar and we're just having idle conversation that's taking nowhere. We don't count time if we're on the line talking about folks, whatever. No one's counting time then. But when it comes down to building your life so that when you can't hustle no more, when you can't move as fast as you're moving right now, that you don't have to worry about money or you don't have to worry about your kids or you're not leaving your
1: family in debt. Now we want to count time. If we have to go into a training and we need to
0: train so that we're learning how to be better or rubbing shoulders with people who are going somewhere, now we're,
1: we're, we're our knee is bouncing and we're counting time. Some of us already know, some of us in church, and we're like, oh, my Lord, when are they going to be finished? When is the benediction?
0: they counting time. Think about that for a moment of the programming. The things that can help you boss up, go to the next level, acquire more wealth, become a stronger person inside and out, those are the times that we're counting time. The things that are depleting, time just keeps passing by because we say we're having fun. All we need to do is start recategorizing, reprioritizing what's
1: pleasure and what's pain. start thinking about that.
0: And they're victims. They're
1: victorious. Even with losses, they call them lessons. If you start replacing losses with the word lesson. You'll keep going. You'll keep growing. If we replace losses with the word lessons, you'll keep going and you'll keep growing. On through hard lessons, through the stretch. in entitlement thinking people owe them anything
0: they take responsibility so then they're grateful for everything if you think no one owes you anything then you're grateful for everything I've seen people where people have sown into their life and you're like wait a minute they're not a hired coach they're someone who came in their life and they sowed a seed that can help you grow if you if you watered and nurtured it and they're still
1: looking like oh no one helped me is that true Gotta be afraid of folks who say they self-made, I'm God
0: made all day long. You gotta be afraid of people who wake up and act like they just showed up, just being a boss. Something, someone, some experiences
1: taught you. Taking responsibility will always be directly linked to gratitude. And as we're closing out, we got to be allergic to excuses.
0: Think about it. It seems like excuses and responsibility are two opposite sides of the spectrum. And as we've been talking today, think about where responsibilities can take you, how high, how amazing of a life when you take responsibility, and think
1: about where excuses have you. I need you to know responsibility is the way to go.
0: Responsibility is the way to go. Responsibility is the way to go responsibility is the way to go. Good morning, guys. Let's talk a little bit. You know what I mean? I need you guys to just hang on in there. It's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. I mean, it wasn't easy for Jesus. I mean, he says to be with him and to be crucified. with Listen, it wasn't easy for him. He took responsibility and saved all of us. With all that God has not asked Any other of his sons and daughter To do what he asked Jesus to do I think because he know nobody would have did it
1: Imagine if we were Depending on us to do what God asked Jesus to do, where would we be?
0: Where would we be? we taking responsibility. 413 last 42771 Good morning. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning. Let's see. Can we hear you okay? All right. Can we hear you okay? Go ahead. You're good. Okay, let's go to another line here. I think this is that. Let's try 4040330. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning, Queen. How are you? Hi, Queen, Dr. Nicola. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? Good morning. I am doing great. I'm actually driving to work and listening to you. I'm late this morning, but that's okay. That is great. Okay. This is Laverne Baker calling out of Atlanta. Good morning, Queen. How are you? Be careful on the road. So what I would know, you like to share this morning? Uh, the bossing up. Oh, gosh, the bossing up. I have a thing about boss. I'm a manager, but mm-hmm. I don't. my employees don't call me boss, and I had to. I'm dealing with that even with my manager. I said I only have one boss. Mm -hmm. And that's the Lord. And I've Mm -hmm. dealt with that my whole 30-year career. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's just me.
1: Why do you
0: have a problem with boss? Why do you have a problem with boss? Uh, Because I believe, and this is just me, I believe Mm -hmm. that I just have one boss. I am your manager. This is what I tell my employees. I am the manager and It's not my company. Oh. And that may be the wrong way of looking at it. I don't know. But in this company, I am the boss. I'm the boss in this company. But all the companies that I've worked for, boss did not. You know, it wasn't in my vocabulary at all. <laughs> I don't know. If is that's it because good, you didn't want to be the boss, or you didn't want nobody bossing you? Now, Laverne, I heard you interchangeably. I listened very clear, careful. You said that mm-hmm. there's only one boss, and God is the boss. But then in this business, you're the boss when you really have partners, right? Right. So what I right. want you to right. do is—is is I need you to get really. Oh, you're saying now, but I'm hearing, I'm hearing a tone when you say the word boss, as if no one can be the boss of me, and so I'm not going to be the boss. So who's the leader? A manager is not a leader because you actually would prefer to lead people who can manage themselves. Yes, yeah. that would be a stronger team, wouldn't it? If you could lead yes. people to manage themselves, you would have more competent, competent leaders. You would have way more production through leaders than people who needed to be managed hmm uh-huh, hmm uh-huh. that's correct. Yeah, yeah. if you're, you can only manage one person at a time if you're talking to them, micromanaging even gets worse, but what about being a leader, and what about bossing up yourself so you can be a leader, and everyone can say, you know what, it's okay to be a boss, meaning that you can manage yourself. Think of yourself, and if you treat yourself well, then you'll be a boss that treats others well. But you won't be afraid of authority or being in authority. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see?
1: In your position mm-hmm. in
0: authority, someone has to give direction. But then you're training other people how to give direction. That's how you grow. You okay. might want to think about there does not have to be one boss. How about that? What if we were yeah. all bossing, and we knew how to code. Great. Me, I got you. So now I was able to get mm-hmm. to it. You don't like the idea of that there is a or one boss. Is that right? Because when you said, ah, yes. you were like, yeah, like, I don't want you to think you're bossing me like it's a. Uh, like, I have a master. I only have one master. A master and a boss is not two, are not one and the same thing. Okay. You want to you wanna write down what does that word mean to you? Mhm. I don't know if you heard in the very beginning, I said, you know what? Bossing up is something very sensitive. It's going to be funny for people because based off of how they feel toward their boss. But what if you had a boss that encouraged you, that led you, where you got better results? where you felt better about yourself and you grew more than ever, you and your life and your family's life have changed for the better. Would you like a boss then?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: You think you'd like a boss better? But then start being that person and be okay with the boss and teach other people how to be bosses. Because if you manage people in network marketing, you're going to have a team that always need to be managed. And so as your team grows, They will only grow as much as you can manage, and then now it'll start going the other direction. It'll start Mm -hmm. slowing down because you can manage only but so many people. But if you create leaders, they can continue to multiply. That was good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm new. I've been here for about four or five months, so... I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm getting it. Even in your business. If you're in management or that's the, the thing they've given you is management, I think if you were to adopt that thought process and you're helping to create people and they're bosses in their lane. If this is their if this is their uh, particular project or this is their particular, you're empowering them to be bosses in their lane. Mm-hmm. Then guess what? If you empower people to be bosses, then now they'll start having a different idea toward bosses. They'd mm-hmm. want to be one. If you notice, most people want to be everything opposite of a boss. And then they're stuck in lies where they don't feel they have power. Okay. I appreciate they're that, They're stuck Dr. in lies where they don't think they have so power. Much. Absolutely. We can transfer yeah. this power. I want us to have a, a thought process is that, look, if God is no respect person and he positioned people to be, you know, um, you know, you would say landlords or lords over certain things, right? Right? You, you got somebody mm-hmm. that own a property and you're renting, you got a landlord. They're the lord over that land because they own it. When we're talking about mm-hmm. bossing up, we're talking about owning what you want to experience. Owning your outcome, owning your life. What if you felt like I own every outcome? You would make the outcome be in your favor. Just yes, ma'am. <laughs> Imagine I need to own every outcome. If you want to own every outcome, you want to boss up. <laughs> I love it. If you want to own every outcome, you want to boss up. And what if you taught your team to own their outcome? You'd probably start getting awards at your company events because you have a team of bosses, not people who are afraid and looking to be managed. They're doing what they know they're supposed to do. They're taking responsibility. You get get to work and, you know, you get a break and say, wow, what outcomes would I like? What would I like to see? What would I like the employees that they've called me managing? What would I like them to do? How would this make this department better? Light it up. You can create it. The boss can create the culture in the atmosphere. What would you like it to do? Boss just means you're in a position of authority to own your outcome. something good. I think that everybody, I think, Laverne, I want to say shout uh-huh. out to you. Shouts <laughs> out to you, Laverne, because I think this question clarifies something that most people are afraid of. People are like, yeah, I want to be a leader, but I don't want to be a boss. I want to be a top leader, but I don't want to be a boss. Not sure. Boss does not have to have a negative connotation, just like people with money don't mean that they're mean. We have to reestablish our definition of these words. And based off of what they mean to us, will determine what we do as well as what we won't do. I love you guys. God bless you. I think this is going to open us up. It's time to boss up, Laverne. Have a blessed day. Listen, guys. Wow, this was good. You know, I can tell you the question. Open up. Thank you, Laverne, for even participating in your own success.
1: I think some people are going to need to go and listen to the replay. God bless you.